Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Monday, December 6, 2021, and this is day 1367 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you and praise you and honor you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Lord, we love our neighbor as ourself, and our neighbor is everybody we come in contact with. Everyone is our neighbor, no matter where we live. And I thank you, Lord, for helping us to understand how to truly love beyond what we see on the surface. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. And I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is love transcends race. Love transcends race. It transcends everything when we truly love God. But uh, as we dive in today, well, we many of us know this and recognize that that racism is one of the primary tools that the enemy, Satan, our enemy, uses to keep us divided. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 10, uh, starting at verse 25. Luke chapter 10, starting at verse 25, and it says, On one occasion, an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law, he replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. You see, and when he says you will live, you will live for eternity with Jesus, right? Otherwise, we inherit eternal death with Satan. Uh, So verse 29 says, but he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? (laughs) In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, where he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So to a Levite, when he came to to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denaries and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said. And when I return, I will reimburse you 
for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. So the expert in the law was a Jew. And in those times, um, the Jews uh, had deep hatred for the Samaritans. And and I'll, and I'll, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, so I'll tell you why in just a moment. So they had deep hatred for them. Uh, and, and they had a reason that, that probably sound good to them. We uh, deal with things like this all the time, right now, today. Um, I believe that that is why there is so much killing. There is so, uh, so many people that lack uh, when they should not be. There is uh, so many isms that we deal with. One of the main things the enemy uses to divide us is race. It's one of the isms. So we've got racism, ageism, sexism, even weightism. One of my dear friends, uh, Dr. Lynn Shipley, did a study on uh, discrimination because of weight and especially with women and and especially, especially black women. Uh, she did her dissertation uh, for her doctorate degree on that and um, and found a lot of uh, a lot of proof and stats that showed this major breakdown when it came to fair pay and benefits and things like that with uh, women that were professional, but maybe were considered quote-unquote overweight by the world system. So that that creates continual separation, whereby keeping many from truly loving one another the way God intended for us to. Although Samaritans were treated less than by Jews because they were not considered pure Jews, they were considered mixed breeds. Uh, the Samaritans were a mixed race produced when Jews from the Northern Kingdom intermarried with other peoples, okay, and after Israel's exile. If we only see and treat people according to what they look like on the outside, we're operating, uh, we're not operating in true love. We're literally missing the whole point. As these examples here, and I'm going to read from my commentary because it really spells it out well about um, the priest and the Levite, the robbers, how they saw this wounded person. So the law treated the wounded man as a topic for discussion. So that meant that they, they felt like they were pious, you know, like, oh, this is really a shame to see something like this. I hear people that are just talkers. Uh, they they talk about other people. They're constantly putting others down and uh, judging them. Uh, and and these are believers, okay, that say they're believers, but they are constantly putting others down. The robbers uh, saw this uh, wounded man as an object to exploit, there are motives that people have that are evil, 
and exploitation is very prevalent today uh, in exploiting the vulnerable. Uh, anybody that, uh, especially when it comes to human trafficking and sex trafficking, uh, those who are can't defend themselves, so they people take advantage of them and exploit them. People that may uh, be dealing with uh, certain types of disabilities uh, are at times exploited because of certain things that have happened to them in their lives. The priest saw it as a problem to avoid. So many times we feel like, well, if I can just separate myself from that situation, I know I'll live on another side of town. Uh, then I can avoid these types of people. So we've got the talkers, we've got the exploiters, and we've got the avoiders uh, that will purposefully uh, set up shop somewhere else so you don't have to encounter the these people that are kind of the less thans, right? Quote, unquote, less thans. And, and not you, I'm just saying in general. And the Levite saw this person as an object of curiosity. So... They're looked at as an object, and it's kind of like, well, I if I look at them that way, I, I put myself above them, and uh, I'm better than them because they're simply an object, and, and let me study them and, and find out what, what makes them behave this way. <laughs> what makes them vulnerable to be robbed? Let me do a little study on that. So that, that is... Uh, when we see others as an object, we don't truly see them as people that God created in his image. Only the Samaritan treated him as a person to love. We must get beyond ourselves in order to see people as God created them and see them through the lens of Christ. And the Samaritan was able to do that. And could it be because the Samaritan experienced so much racism and hatred themselves to where they knew what it felt like? I know exactly what it feels like <laughs> to be hated or to be put down or to be treated less than because of the color of my skin, because of where I live, because of, you know, especially coming up. Uh, and, and that was one of the main reasons I hated working in corporate, uh, kind of looked down upon, um, not... Uh, treated uh, as my white brothers and sisters were treated that, or those that may have been wealthy. Uh, you know, there's a classism. <laughs> you know, we have different classes and, that, and that's, that's another one that's huge because in that case, it doesn't matter your, your race. It's all about your wealth, your status, uh, your, um, you know, who you know, all those things, where you live. Uh, you know, it, it has to do with all of that. And, and God is saying we must get beyond that. Love transcends all of the isms. And, and we as believers of Jesus Christ must set the example. So uh, let's do a self-check. And, and we have to do this on a regular basis. I know I do because it's easy to fall into the trap. And you'll recognize that, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute, that that's not of God. Are we just talkers, you know, putting others down and 
looking at them. And, and I've seen people do this sitting right up in church. Like the, somebody could walk in and like, oh, look at her. Who she thinks she is dressing like that. As a matter of fact, uh, while we were doing outreach uh, during the summer uh, a few years ago, people would come by on Wednesday nights and uh, we would have, you know, they could have whatever free meal and stay for Bible study if they wanted. We never forced them to. Uh, I was talking to my friend Dolores um, and she was Pastor Dolores and she was telling me, you know, they experienced similar with a man that started coming to their church and, um, you know, they didn't, they would, he wanted something to eat and they gave it to him, but they didn't force him to stay uh, for Bible study. And many places do that. They say in order to get a meal, you've got to stay for Bible study. Well, again, here we are. Uh, taking advantage of someone else. Doesn't God give us a free choice? That's one thing I said I will not do. I'm not going to force you to sit and hear the word of God, but I am going to still tend to your needs, you see. So we're we're putting a price on tending to someone's needs by saying you must sit through this. And, and I, and I uh, get what they're trying to do, but it's not the way God would have us to do it. You see, we're not better than someone else that we can force them to do something in order to give them what they need. And I remember the lady, a lady that came uh, who happened to be in the streets uh, and and was uh, being prostituted or, you know, I, I really believe that that's what happens. People are being uh, used. Uh, and so anyway, she had gone to the church right next door to us because they were serving free lunches and they told her no, they would not serve her because of the way she dressed. So she came to our church on Wednesday night to get a meal. And we accepted her in and hugged her and, and all that. And just like we would anyone else. And uh, she was just aston astonished by that and said, may I, she, she said, may I use your restroom, please? And uh, I remember this so vividly, like it was just yesterday. And my mom and I was standing there and said, sure. And I told her, it's right up, you know, go through here and go through the sanctuary and, and it'll be to your left. And she said, oh, no, oh, no, I can't, I cannot. I cannot go through your sanctuary. I am not clean. And my mom and I looked at her like, what do you mean? <laughs> You're not clean. And she said, I am not, I am not clean. And uh, we said, well, if you can't go, none of us can go because none of us are clean. <laughs> none of us, we're all clean by Jesus's blood is what cleansed us. And he does the same for you. So it's not about what you've done or what you're doing or how you're dressed. Jesus doesn't look at that. He sees your heart just like that Samaritan. What does your heart look like? We must be careful that we're not exploiting others and that we're not avoiding them because of what they look like or smell like. And we need to not treat them as an object um, to be taken advantage of. Uh, one of the things that um, happened over the weekend, and I think I shared this with y'all yesterday, I was invited to uh, my friend's gala. It was a fundraiser and and I was so excited about going and, and it it was absolutely beautiful, but the one thing that stood out to me the most, and actually Carolyn mentioned this, Carolyn Whitney is the one with Sisters in, Sisters in Christ. Uh, this was a fundraiser, and she, what she does 
is phenomenal. Okay, I'll say this. The one thing that I st- that stood out, let me finish my point, <laughs> that stood out in that room was there was a variety of races, of age groups, of men and women. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. The speakers, it wasn't just one person of one race. It was several speakers and uh, one that was to me one of the highlights was, okay, so Carolyn serves women who are rejected. Women who have gotten out of prison that have nowhere to go. Uh, Women that are struggling with drugs that that need a safe place to recover. Uh, Women who just are going through some rough times in their lives and need a safe place to lay their heads. So God blessed her with these houses that she's turned into uh, places where women can come and be nurtured. And you see us as sisters in Christ. Oh, you know, you know, they're getting the word of God. (laughs) But the one speaker that stood out the most to me, all of them were great, was the young woman who got up there and shared her story about how she was delivered from drugs and how uh, Carolyn let her come. She had nothing. And many of them shared these stories and all of them were so powerful. And how Carolyn embraced her and let her in. And this woman, she, you know how we are told to speak professionally and speak a certain way. Well, her professional speaking was totally opposite of the way you might think or we might think I'll say myself too and it was awesome and she said let me tell y'all something (laughs) this is how I made it through this is what I came through and I did slip up and I fell back down and I got back up and went back to Carolyn she accepted me back in oh glory to God look at what God has done and what he is doing This is how he wants us to be, to love people just as they are. Everybody is our neighbor. And so if you find yourself slipping in that area, ask God to help you, first of all, and he will. And it takes honesty, you know, because that is one of the things that that God detests. He wants us to tend to other people's needs, and he will give us the wherewithal to do so. When they are in need, he sends his people uh, to love on them and to encourage them and to uplift them so that they too will experience the love of Jesus and come to know him as their Savior and Lord. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that is the most important step you could ever make in your life. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, amen.
Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.